there is something, again, crucial in the heart of God. For every blessing of God to manifest, for us to see the manifestation of divine blessing in every area that we have talked about, whether it is in fruitfulness, in different areas, including soul winning, or any of the other manifestation of divine covenant that we have prayed about, there's an atmosphere that we must keep for it. In the home, there's an atmosphere that God must find. In the, in the church, there's an atmosphere that God must find. There's an atmosphere that attracts God. Turn with me to Psalm 133. I know some of you will already be, be prompted by the Holy Spirit to say, that may be where he's going. You are right. You are right. It's, it's something we must endeavor to do. And all of us are affected by this. Psalm... So, um, 133, Psalm 133. It's a very, very short passage of the Bible. Um, did I say so? Yes, it is. Psalm 133. Can someone read for me so that we all can hear? Any translation you have will yes, be fine. Verses 1 to 3. 133, oh. verses 1 to 3 will be fine. How good. And pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. How it good and pleasant, how yeah. admirable it is mm. when God's people live together in unity. Yes, go on. It is like precious oil poured on the head running down on the bird, running down on Aaron's bed, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion. If there the Lord bestows his blessing, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. Amen. I don't Amen. think I need any explanation there. I don't need to teach there. how good and pleasant it is for people of God to dwell together in unity. Whenever God sees that, there is nothing God cannot bestow upon his people. There is nothing. An atmosphere of love and unity. Wow. When it becomes operational, The people command great flow of anointing, great flow of spiritual blessing, material blessing. It's like the dew of Ammon pouring upon Zion. And you know the purpose of the dew. It is to refresh. It is to revitalize. It is to increase fruitfulness. Are we together? 
if you want to see great outpouring and flow of the anointing of God in our midst, and every other manifestation of blessing, even life eternal, brothers and sisters, one thing we must all desire is love and unity. Love and unity. Oneness. Oneness. Do you know that with oneness, even unbelievers, the unbelieving can achieve so much? Just write it down. You know the story in Genesis 11? Maybe we need to read it. Just to see how important this is to God. There's no limitation to a, to a people who are united in law. No limitation for them. No limitation for them. And that's why I find it difficult, honestly speaking, to operate in an atmosphere of animosity, bitterness, complaint. I find it difficult to operate in such atmosphere. I've told you example of how some people gathered in a meeting. I thought they wanted to say something serious. And I was there. And I, by the time they said what was going on, and the person they were talking about was not even there. I said, is that why you call this meeting? Of course, you knew what I did. I, I simply said the piece of my mind to them that day. And, uh, and I walked out of this, that meeting. I said, well, sorry. I can't waste my time in this kind of a meeting. It's neither going to bless me nor bless you. So I better go. They all respected me forever for that action. Because it was, it was just ridiculous. And all of us must have the same attitude. Amen. Look at what God says. And as a church, we must strive for this. Not because there will not be occasion for offense, but because you know, and you know, that nothing meaningful comes out of an environment where there is division, where there is, you know, all manner of bitterness and things going on. You know that nothing, nothing serious comes out of that. And we are going to pray that God, I will be an instrument of facilitating love and unity. I'm not going to be the instrument for division among God's people. No, that's not me. Count me out of that. I want your love to flow in my heart. And all of us have capacity to love. In all honesty, and I'll show you, we all have capacity to love. In Christ Jesus, we have the capacity given to us to love. Except that we are not drawing from that reservoir. We are not drawing from that deposit. Our capacity to love is unimaginable. But several of us, we are not drawing from it. But let's first of all go to this place. And from today, you are going to tell you and say, God, um, I want... <laughs> okay, let's first of all read this Genesis 11. Quickly. In your home, everywhere. 
want to see the love of God and unity in operation. Chapter 11, Genesis 11. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. I'm reading from verse 1. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. That's not the kind of thing they should have used to build anyway, but don't never mind that they were using the wrong things, yet God said something about them. He said, uh, and they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves. Let us, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the old earth. Everything they were doing was wrong. But look at what God said. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one. And they all have one language. And this is what they began to do. Now, nothing that they proposed to do will be withheld from them. Can you see the power of unity? Even when they were using all the wrong things, having all the wrong ambitions, because they were united, even God saw the need to do something about it. What when we are doing the, the right things? What when we have the right kind of purpose and vision? What when we have the right kind of materials to do what God will have us do? If we can be, if we come in unity. And of course, you know that what promotes unity is love. It's ability to accommodate others in their differences, in their weaknesses and shortcomings. Are we, are we together? Because we really want to see things yeah. happen. We really want to see God move in our life, move in the midst of us as a people. We must pray tonight for love and unity. And particularly, I want you to pray for yourself. Anything that can cause offense in the midst of God's people, anything that can bring division, you have to tell them, say, God, I don't want that to be named with me. I don't want that to be seen with me. I want to be the instrument of facilitating love and unity. I want to be someone who has a large heart for other people. You're getting the point I'm making? Love is costly. It's a costly thing. But the reality is that we all have capacity for it. And I'm going to read one verse. I'll come back to other things later. But let me just read one verse, just to support what I said when I said we have capacity for it. Turn mm -hmm. with me to Romans 5. Romans 5. I'm going to play on the basis of that tonight. Quickly. Romans chapter 5. And I'm going to lead, let us pray. You just pray for yourself. There's capacity there. Pray that it will begin to flow. Is to begin to flow. Love will begin to flow from inside of you to others. You will be a channel of promotion of love and unity amongst the brethren, amongst the brotherhood, 
even in your own home, you will be instrument for love and for unity in the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 5. Uh, in Romans chapter 5, the scripture has this to say. And on the basis of that, we want to pray. And in your home, if there is, if there, if you have problem, pray and say, God, you will restore love, you will restore unity in this home. Because the implication is not just about you, it affects many other things. Let's read. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we also have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Look at what happens next. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our heart by the Holy Spirit who he has given us. Can somebody read that, that last verse there for me, verse 5 there, in another translation? The love of God has been shed abroad, poured out into our hearts. So you have the love of God poured into your heart. And, this and from hope. that, we can flow to other people. Amen. Yes, somebody wanted to read. This hope is not a disappointing fantasy. Yeah. Because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Amen. So the love of God Amen. has been poured into our heart in such a measure that as we receive that love, we can also give the same to others. Are you following me? It has two sides to it. You, that's why the scripture says you cannot say you love God. And then that is not experienced by your brethren. Because the same, with the same heart and capacity with which we have embraced the love of God, we should be able to express the same to others. That's what that translation is telling us. And that's why I know inside of me, I have capacity to love people. Amen. I have it. Not because people don't offend me, not because people don't do things I don't like, but I've, the God has given me the capacity to love, and I want to continue to love and grow in that love towards others. Just as my love is growing towards God, I want it to grow in terms of being able to accommodate others. <laughs> the kind of things God tolerates in the lives of several of us. <laughs> <laughs> you can't imagine it but yet we can't tolerate other people go ahead let's, let's pray tonight that as the love of God grows in our heart that love will, that same love will flow in equal measure towards others that's why the scripture says the first commandment love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind then the next piece and the same thing your neighbor Ask yourself, go ahead and pray tonight that the love of God will flow inside of you. You will grow in the love of God and you will flow in that measure to other people. It will cascade. It, it, you know, this means it's something spreading. The word cascade means spread around. Spread around. Amen. 
go ahead and pray tonight. Go ahead and pray tonight. Pray for yourself that you will grow in the love of God. The love of God will be more and more real inside of you. And out of that abundance, you will flow to others. You will flow to others. That from today, the love of God inside of you, poured by the Holy Spirit, will flow to others, will outreach other people. Pray. Just pray tonight. Just pray tonight. Pray tonight. Go before the Lord tonight and pray. Ask for yourself. Some of us, we are waiting for people to love us. Nobody loves me. Nobody loves in this, in this place. Nobody is showing love in this place. What have you shown yourself? It's a challenge to all of us. To the glory of God, wherever I've been, to the glory of God, I'm, I, I never go around saying, oh, there's no love in this place. People should love me. No, I'm looking for who to love. I'm looking for who to show love to. If I see a relationship between me and someone that is not going on well, I need that and I pray about it. Because I cherish peace with other people, especially my brethren. If I can do it to outsiders, what about my brethren? I pray about it. I told you about the brother who our relationship for no reason was just not good. And I was wondering why. I just came into the environment. Why is this? And I went to God. I prayed. The same day the brother surfaced in my house. And from that day, it was such a blessing to me. That same day, somebody that I would greet him would even recognize that I was greeting him. And our relationship never remained the same again. He would sleep in my house. We would chat till night and be talking spiritual things. Pray tonight. Just pray tonight. Pray for yourself tonight. Pray. Pray. Just talk to God tonight. That you will be instrument of love. The love of God will grow in your heart and you will be an instrument of facilitating love and unity in the assembly of God's people. In the midst of God's people, even that same love extended to people outside, cascading to others. Just pray tonight and ask that the Lord will search your own heart, search my own heart. If there be anything that could cause division, that could break down relationship between brethren, pray that the Lord will help you to overcome that in the name of Jesus, that the love of God in your heart will overwhelm such feelings in Jesus' name. Otherwise, you can't achieve much. Neither can I. Just pray tonight. I don't know how God will lead you to pray this prayer. Because I can't express the burden in my heart about it. You just pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Make me an instrument of love, oh God. Promotion of love and unity. Make me an instrument of promotion of love and unity. Let me not be one that causes offense. Jesus said offense will surely come. But what he said about those two more offense came was not good at all. Why not, why not pray? Why not pray? Why not pray? Pray. Pray. In the family front, <sighs> the church front, pray that you will be an instrument for the facilitation 
of love and unity between the brethren. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who bring oneness, who reconcile people together. For because they will be called sons of God. That's what the scripture says. Go ahead and pray tonight. Go ahead and pray tonight. In this church, let's pray that there will be outpouring of love and unity amongst us. There will be so much outpouring of love and we'll be a united people. And I'm not saying you should pray for others. I'm praying, pray for yourself that you will be the instrument to promote that. You will be the instrument. You will be the one person to do it. Lord, thank you. Repent of anything you are harboring in your heart that you know doesn't promote love, doesn't promote unity among the brotherhood. Get rid of it. It can never be of God. It can never be. Repent. Lord, we, we just want to pray tonight. I pray for myself. Lord, that I will grow in the capacity to love other people. Your love has already been poured abroad in my heart. And if it is true that I've experienced your love in such measure then it should cascade to others. Father, I pray today that you will enlarge my capacity of love even towards others. Ability to tolerate, to accommodate, to show understanding for others. Loving people for who they are. Seeking their good always. Believing in your grace upon them. Believing that they carry, oh God, something in them that is special for the body of Christ. Father, I pray for myself. Make me an instrument, oh God, of facilitating love and unity. Not just in this local assembly, but even, oh God, to brothers and sisters in other places in the name of Jesus. Lord, we know you take this thing seriously. And so, Father, I lay myself down as an instrument for this. Pray for ability to forgive, because one of the things that causes division is inability to forgive or to let go. Pray that you will have the ability to forgive people and let go. Anyone who keeps grudges and malice can never facilitate unity. Never. I've told us about that before. I've talked on this before. Pray that the capacity to forgive, to just let go, to overlook, pray against being oversensitive. Some of us, we are too oversensitive. Just pray. Pray. There are people in your heart now, you have something again, just lay them down. Say, Lord, I lay this down. It's gone. It is gone. 
Lord, in this place of prayer, I lay it down. This is the kind of confession that our brother was leading us to pray two days ago or so. Me, Lord, I lay this down. I want to see you move. I want to see restoration in your church. I want to see things done. I want to see the power of your spirit. I'm not going to grieve you by promoting malice and all other things that will cause division in the, in the midst of God's people or even in your own home. Thank you, our Father. Lord, we worship you tonight. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Tonight, it may be something God may offer us for you. Love and unity. And it takes grace to achieve that. Mm. And that grace is already resident. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Even the outpouring of the Holy Spirit we are talking about. God is not going to make a massive pouring or outpouring of the Spirit upon a disunited people. No. No. Let's go to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. If we want to be a people that will witness massive outpouring of the Holy Spirit, then there's a, there's a condition where we must be. There's a place we must be. And I want us, this prayer cannot end here. And I want you to continue to pray this and say, Lord, make me an instrument of facilitating love and unity in the midst of God's people. Acts chapter 2, from verse 1. Just read verse 1 for me. Just verse 1. In any translation that brings it out clearly. When the day of the Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. In one place. Mm. Can somebody read another translation for me? It wasn't just in one place. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. With one accord in one place. The scripture is not making a mistake there. In one accord in one place. Do you know why? You can be in one place and not be in accord at all. Mm -hmm. You may be in one place physically, but your hearts are so far apart. There's no common goal, no common focus, no common purpose. So the translation that put it in one accord and in one place is correct. Brothers and sisters, that's how it happens. That's how it happens. And that is where things happen. The power of love and unity. You cannot never estimate it, fully comprehend it. Let's pray for ourselves again and say, Lord, let's now focus and pray for ourselves as a church that Lord will be a people who are in one place and in one accord. We'll be a people who are in one place and in one accord. Lord, we pray for unity amongst us as a people. We pray, oh God, that we will walk in unity. We will walk in love. Now you can pray for other brothers and sisters that God will give every one of us the grace, the grace. In fact, we have the grace, to be honest, 
that all, all of us will, will have the dedication, the devotion to promote love, to promote unity in the name of Jesus. Just pray for others. Now focus on others and pray for others that none of us will be an instrument for division. Pray that as a church, we will enjoy unity of purpose, of vision. We will enjoy oneness. Imagine what God has told us in the course of these few days of prayer and fasting. Simply because we are united in what we are looking for, in what we are calling God for. And God began to speak to us. Just pray for this church. That any cause of division, any cause of disunity, God will remove it from our hearts individually. Anything that may jeopardize or hinder the move of God amongst us, God will remove it. God will, will remove it in the name of Jesus. We want to be a church working together, moving together. You and I be instrument to facilitate that. In Jesus' name. Thank you, our Father. Glory be to your name, our God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.